What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Watch from Mercury. This is an anime watch-along podcast. I am your host, Maxim. I am your host, Alex, and we're doing Gundam again. We're doing we're Gundam again. We're back to again. the well. And we've I come home, also... Papa. Papa, we've come home. <laughs> we're back. We've come full circle. The prodigal cucks returneth. The prodigal cucks. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> so I'm a little sick this weekend. Um... So I'm going to be kind of keeping it pretty low and quiet. I'm going to try to make it through. We got two episodes tonight. Um, it's, I'm it's, normally it is, yelling a lot more. <laughs> it is going to be a juxtaposition between your like NPR level voice right now and the just assault of flashing colors and products that is Gundam build metaverse. I know, right? I think it's so I'm, I'm going to start this off with saying you have not watched the other Gundam build series at all. No. I have only watched the first one, Gundam Build Fighters. Highly, highly recommend. It's full of references. And at this point, you've seen enough where you can kind of pick up on most of it and enjoy it. This one is a show packed with references to other Gundam Build shows. Okay. So this is doing a Marvel Easter egg thing on me that is just whoosh. Yep. Yep. Okay, I got that. I got that there were characters in it from another series. I I picked that up, but other than that, I was just like, "Oh, they're 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 gonna sell some gunpla after yep. this, huh?" Yeah, I've only seen Build Fighters, half of Build Fighters try, and then I haven't watched Divers or Divers Re Rise. So, for the audience who's listening, who knows what that's about, that's what's up. I will say. So, let's start off with this. Okay, there's only going to be three episodes of this. Oh, I thought it was going to be... I don't know why I thought there'd be more. It's not like, <laughs> like there's a really rich plot to ring out, but... <laughs> Last time they did a Gundam build series, the Gundam build battle log, it was like six, eight-minute episodes that they put out, just put out some new kits. Um, I wasn't expecting this one to be long. I wasn't expecting the episode to be 20 minutes, but it is, and it is such a fucking toy commercial. It's crazy. It- I have mixed feelings about it because on the one hand, it is a almost to the point of cynical naked toy commercial and literally basically a commercial for NFTs, which I feel extra gross about, (laughs) but also watching like children with their parents opening up a a gunpla and being like so happy because it's like Christmas morning happened a few times in the episode. I am not made of stone. It was good enough television mm. but it did great on me a little bit that i was like all right i get it you love yeah. gunpla it's like i love i really like gundam and i like gunpla but this is almost like easy nerds okay i'm not fully sold on your i do other things yep but also i get that this show just isn't geared toward me specifically and that's entirely fine yeah, what I think is interesting is that Bandai in real life is committed to the mission of one day getting to a point where you can build a gunpla model and then battle it virtually, which I think is interesting, but I'm not interested in that at all. My as a big person. question my big question is when it scans your gunpla and puts it in the metaverse and then you battle in this show, do you think those things pick up nub marks? Yeah, actually in the um in Build Fighters, the first one, 
your Gundam when you scan it in is more or less powerful based on the quality of the build overall. Wow. Oh, speaking of which, I I tried to do some touch-ups on Perfect Cell, the Bandai mm-hmm. model. Uh, it's not plastic hand grenade, but I've realized it's a crappy kit. It's fallen, like, the wings fall off, the joints all sag. Uh, mm. It's I tried to build the energy for the Kamehameha, and it, there's no hook into the hands. It's just supposed to hold it there, and the hands are really floppy. I'm like, oh, this was 40 bucks, and now that I just didn't know any better because I hadn't built, like, the $40, $35 tall geese that's, yeah. like, rock solid for the most part. And I'm like, oh, this kit stinks. It's fine, yeah. but it's not great. You, know? you got to experience the joys of a modern real grade, and it, it will change your perspective forever. Yeah. Uh, did you yeah. end up getting something this week? Did you end up buying another kit? I went to Kinokuniya, and I had fun looking at all the action figures and, and manga. Uh, I almost bought the Tokyo Ghoul manga, but I decided I'd rather keep the, the money because it's a little tight right now. Um, and uh, I, I looked at the kits, and... You know, I like that they weren't marked up like we established that Kinokuni is good with the prices, mm-hmm. but they didn't have any that I really was dying to have. Mm-hmm. I thought the selection would be I was expecting more like the Tezo X uh, yeah, level yeah. of selection where it's like wall to wall, anything you'd want. So I want to go back there. But um, I almost I considered the Sazabi, but I'm like, oh, I didn't love that movie enough to be like, I'm going to commit forty six dollars to it, even though it's a really cool suit. So, mm. no, but I had fun anyway. And I bought some pastries, <laughs> and one of them just looked like a like a sweet roll, and I bit into it, and it was filled with some kind of weird bean paste, and I was like, ah! I was, <laughs> I was not expecting it. I was very upset. Dude, the, the bean beans as dessert is, like, one of those things that, like, Asian countries have completely obscured from the West. And so when yeah. we try it, we're like, oh, my God, this is wild, but it's good. I like it. It was... It, if you I, if if you had told me okay. at 15 years old that you will like you will one day enjoy a boba tea with red bean flavoring, I'd be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Where did you get a time machine?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for those of you who are just joining us for Gundam Build Metaverse, a uh, couple updates. Um, one, we got a Patreon now. Watch for Mercury or Patreon.com/slash/Watch for Mercury. We watch a Gundam movie every month. And we have two extra episodes per month called Shonen Jump the Shark, where we talk about general anime tropes. Um, You may know we are watching Jujutsu Kaisen over on our main feed at the moment, season two. Um, So if you're interested in that, go check it out. Um, This Gundam build series we're doing uh, separately. We're not interrupting our Jujutsu Kaisen flow for this. So you're you're getting double episodes for a few weeks, basically. If you have any uh, thoughts about Gundam Build Metaverse, please send them in to watchformercury at gmail.com. We will read them off here on the show. You can complain about it. You can say you love it. Whatever you got. I know a lot of you hated it on the subreddit. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> oh, is it, uh, is it hitting some controversy or polarizing? I thought it was kind of un- in effect. Like, you know, like I said, my only reservation is like it's it's a uh, remember that episode of South Park where they discovered Pokemon? And it's like yeah. so bright. It, it was a little bit that, but like yeah. I didn't think it was offensive. It's not like offensive. It's just kind of lazy. And the quality is like, eh. It, it, they're, they're not putting their whole uh, Gundusy into this show. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to leave not... with your whole Gundam ass. Your Gundam you know ass. I, you know, I also realized I've been, I've been watching Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop was also made by Bandai Sunrise, and we uh-huh. don't have a modern swordfish kit. 
or a bebop yeah. kit or anything. I'm like, that I want shit. a swordfish so bad. Do you know? Did, did do you know much about the origin of that show and Bandai? No. So they said to um, what's his name, Sh- uh, Shinichiro Watanabe, we want to make a, a show where they can we can sell spaceships and stuff like models. Do that. And do whatever else you want. We don't give a fuck. And he gave them the pilot. And they were like, what is this shit? And he's like, you said do whatever I want. And it has spaceships in it. So it's about sad, about sad smokers with guns. <laughs> Dude. Thinking about their crazy. Because yeah. uh, the original Gundam was basically to sell toy kits as well. Mm. And like, I mean, so we're, we've come full circle to now we are watching a show about toys that yes. are from a show to get you to buy toys. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like it's revealed it's it's the center of its reactor core. Just like, oh my god, the answer was buy toys all along. Yep. It's they just it's crazy. they just put this whole political geopolitics uh fight against colonialism to hide buy toys. It all makes yep. sense now. And I'm well aware like this this ties into like the whole Gundam metaverse project, which is like they're pushing some N- NFTs and some VR stuff. None of it looks like it's going to last very long. Everyone yeah. online is like, this sounds like an idea that was pitched by young people or pitched by old people in charge to young people who are forced to make it, even though they know it's going to be doomed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that's why the, the little thing was nagging at me. I'm like, I know this is trying to, this is essentially, and I don't want to sound too harsh, but just in a broad manner of speech this is nft propaganda to the point where there's an ai character in it briefly which i was like oh i bet you go to the website and she's there because otherwise why would they divert for this mm-hmm. but at, like i said the suits were good the characters yep. were fun we got one maybe two char clones which i was not expecting them to <laughs> shell out a char mm, yep um Every should we series. go through this beat by beat or yeah, we'll go I've through it beat notes. by beat. So uh, let's let's just get into it. I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to say up top. Um, yeah, patreon.com slash watchformercury and watchformercury at gmail.com, guys. Hit us up with whatever you want. By the next time you listen to this podcast, except for the Jujutsu Kaisen episode that's this week, my voice will be better. And then I can yell about you guys being cucks and whatever. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> but... Um, so we open up with episode one dive. Okay, you know what I was gonna say? I don't fucking want a video g- virtual reality Gundam video game. It sounds fun, but I'm a tabletop guy. I want an official tabletop system for the high grade scale and re- real grade scale models. I think that would go further than a video game because video games regularly go obsolete. Anyway, mm. here we go. Yeah, something that can evolve probably be best. Dude, miniatures games, people spend like dozens of hours painting up their little forces for miniatures games. And they look they look at them on the table and they're so proud of all their modeling and painting effort. And then they get to battle them. With Gundam, yeah. you're like, nice, I did some great modeling and painting. All right, to the shelf with you. <laughs> to the shelf with the rest of my reminders that I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, 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 this episode I'm going to say to the shelf with you is the title. Um, (laughs) so we open the episode on a fight on taking place on moon moon, which is a colony from double Zeta Gundam. Um, 
it's a space colony that got disconnected from everybody, so it reverted back to like a tribal like system of government. Okay. Very cool. I loved it. Uh, Moon Gundam, the manga, also takes place there. I just realized this is going to be a whole lot of you telling me, here's all the stuff you didn't understand. Yeah, this won't be too bad. It's yeah. not that bad. Um, I do love how uh, they're... The battle is like battle start and it goes launch and out all assaults in English. Like <laughs> it was some pretty clunky English, huh? They tried. They tried. They tried. I think I think they gotta reach out. I think they gotta reach out overseas and be like, hey guys, one of you Americans has got to be able to give us some good English voice acting on the off chances that we need it, please. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll be the voice of a suit. Say it, say sunrise. S- Say launch an all-out assault if you were the little Gundam computer. Do it. Launch an all-out assault! (laughs) (laughs) Maybe like an assault on what? An off-Broadway stage? Come on. (laughs) Yeah, I I did the Gundam computer if it was like third farmer from the left in Oklahoma. (laughs) Oh, the Gundam and the Zaku can be friends. (laughs) Anyway, okay. Um, we see two Gundams: the Gundam Perfect Strike Freedom Rouge and the Law Gundam. I love the Gundam Perfect Strike Freedom Rouge. What a name! I love the what pink. A name. I love. I I love a pink thing. Like taking a classic like Sword Impulse Strike Freedom Gundam. What I didn't fucking watch. Seed. Okay, guys. Those designs, they're fine. Make it pink. Sick. I've been looking just through lists of Gundams to see, like, oh, what kits would I want to buy just based on design alone? Um, and all the ones I'm like, oh, that's a rad one. That's a rad one. They all end up being from Seed. I'm like, I'm not gonna watch this enough to develop a like a like an emotional attachment to the kit. So I'm like, all right, not buying that. Yeah, I. It's hard because there's some people who just buy model kits because they look cool, and I wish I could be that free inside. When I buy a model kit, I need to know what series it's from, and I need to have watched it. Yeah, I, I want to have a connection to. I want to at least have given the show a chance. Um, like, like all my models are from Gundam Wing, a show I don't like, but have a deep personal connection to. So. <laughs> yeah. So one day I'm gonna get the uh, Rouge for sure. Definitely gonna get that kit, and I'm gonna find some cool like Sakura like cherry blossom stickers to put on it because I think it looked dope. <laughs> Um, so, um, the pilot of the, the Rouge has a char mask in VR. Um, I keep pausing my mic so I can cough and clear my throat because I'm sick. I'm, if you're just joining us after listening to us for Watch from Mercury and you haven't listened in like six months, you're like, does this show suck now? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, hey, only, I'm sick. One of them is really loud and obnoxious and the other one's really quiet. Don't worry. You are usually both a little obnoxious. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to the This American Life episode, This Gundam yeah. Life. Um, so the uh, we we learn that a character named Rio Hojo pilots the Law Gundam. They fight, um, the uh, and the Rouge ends up winning the duel. We learn that they have fought 26 times and that she is training him. Um, we get a little exposition dump 
at the beginning about the metaverse. Um, they're basically like, it's been 50 years since humanity plunged into the net. And then <laughs> it's all leading here, people. NFTs, the pinnacle of human accomplishment. It's funny because you don't really have to explain the internet to us at this point. Like we're yeah, watching it, Gundam on YouTube. <laughs> it's kind of like Uncle Ben dying. It's like we we know we're at we're at Spider Man. We got it. We, we got, got it, it, home, homie. Um. So and then they build a virtual world that everybody hangs out in, where you can uh, hang out with your friends, customize your avatar, battle Gunpla, and buy Gunpla. <laughs> That's the main one that they want you to take away. Is you gotta buy the gun plot. Yeah, I, dude, it's crazy. Um, it's this, this. this sh- I'm very curious to see what the metaverse project works out to, because I, I personally could not be less interested in a metaverse of anything. Me too. Yeah, and I, I'm wary of it because this feels like people read Ready Player One and went, "Oh, but well, let's do that." Like, no, the point of stuff like that is don't do this, go outside. But they're like, yeah. but what if we did it though? And also just what I know about how, like how garbage for the planet running a metaverse is and how bad NFTs are for the environment, which I know anyone who likes NFTs, that's a non-starter even trying to argue with them. <laughs> they won't care. Yeah. But um, just, the, I was like, this is a metaverse commercial. I don't want the metaverse. If it was just, Hey, this is a fictional metaverse like, all right that's you know sci-fi world where you plug in and that's a you know a, a tried and true trope but mm. me knowing that this is an act this is disguised commercials for a thing they really want to build i'm just like it just made my skin crawl a little bit the the thing that they really need right the scanning a gundam in technology that they're aiming for is going to be very cool one day when they advance it and figure it out more they just need a fucking good Gundam game that everyone can just play on their PC that has a bunch of suits, has a bunch of customization and solid gameplay. It seems like there have been good Gundam games in the past, but there have not been any good ones recently. Like Gundam Evolution was like a free Overwatch clone with Gundam suits, but it didn't feel Gundam at all. It just feels like a hero shooter. And then people say Gundam Battle Operations is like clunky. They just need, like in Japan, they have a huge scene for, uh, what is it, Gundam Versus, which is like a 3D fighting game for Gundam, and it looks so fucking cool, but they don't have it in the United States, and I want to play it. I don't want to be in VR. I don't want to be sold things in VR. I want to pilot a Gundam for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm okay with the thought of like, oh, a VR game, but I don't like the idea of a gaming world that's always there. Because I'm like, someone, even if it's only one person, is going to live there, and that's going to be very, very sad. You think video game addiction is bad now? Mm. Just wait until you can live in the metaverse, okay? Yeah, and it's and if we want to put our lefty hats on, which we constantly wear, it's like, oh, you're going to give us that, but not healthcare? Just a big, just bread and circuses, but the most heightened technology like oh dude don't worry you can't afford a house but you can mortgage one in the metaverse like well i don't live there but you're gonna yeah (sighs) that's what's scary about it it's like i'd rather have um instead of a metaverse i would rather have more um what do you call it augmented reality 
in real life. Like augmented reality systems, I think are very cool where you can add like, oh, here's the environment we're in with like the Google Glass. You can add extra info and stuff. I think that's all fun. Yeah. The whole metaverse, dude. Listen, we already know how bad. No shade, guys. We all know how bad gamers smell. We know, <laughs> we all know, we all know those people who are trapped inside all day who are playing Counter Strike Go. 18 hours a day, all right? They exist. They're out there. Those are the people who are going to be kings in the metaverse, and they will be... Li- It'll be gross. It'll be bad. Yeah, I, I walked into a comic book store once, and in the back, they had this sort of penned-off area where people were playing Magic the Gathering, and the smell in there was like <laughs> a week of B.O. eating a chicken parm sandwich. It was bad. It was really bad. Dude, when I used to play Magic in high school, we played at this game shop that was like a little like like an old like greenhouse warehouse, like one of those like curved roof like buildings. Yeah. They never opened a door or lit a candle or anything. Terrible oh. airflow. Oh, it smelled so bad. And when I started Oof. gaming in New York, the game shop I go to has windows. It smells good. It's well ventilated. It's like... Mm-hmm. It's like a dream. It's like, I didn't know you could game in comfort. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can breathe in here? I'm allowed to breathe? Is this the metaverse? Is this the metaverse? <laughs> Is this the metaverse? I say walking my wife through a Sephora. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we get the theme song of the show. Um, it's a pretty standard an- anime intro, um, but we see characters from Build Fighters series past of, say, Reggie Fumina, who is now a cat girl, and Sekai. Um, I don't, re- I didn't watch the other series, so I'm unfamiliar with, um, what's his name? Like Riku, Riku and something. Okay. So the I other th- guys. I thought, so given that there was a lot of characters in that, and I didn't know this was only three episodes. I was like, oh, we're going to be introduced to all of them. It's going to be our cast of characters. And now I know that we're not doing that unless I mean, they'll show up. Otherwise, they wouldn't show us. But like, it's going to be just look, person is here as opposed to like an ongoing. This is narrative. This show is going to be more like a Marvel holiday special than a proper yeah. show. Yeah, this is Gundam. But make a Christmas special. Yeah. Um. So. We get the uh, blah, 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 let's see the intro plays whatever. Um, we start the episode at a house. Um, with there's a in a room. There's a banner that says "Pursue your goals with all your might." We see a gunpla building station, and we meet our main character Rio, who looks different than he does in the metaverse. He tells his mom she's he's going to see his tutor, and she's like, "Here, take this." And she gives him a lunch bag. Um, he goes outside. Uh, he lives in Hawaii. He's about to get on his electric scooter and head out. And his neighbors are like, yo, Rio, do you want to go surfing? And he's like, no, I'm going to go to the shopping center. And they're like, what's that about? And he's like, they're like, oh, it's that Gunpla battle thing. And I'm like, okay. Love Gundam. Love hobbies. Love tabletop gaming, all this stuff. Someone offers you to go surfing. Or go to a hobby shop to build models. You should take surfing. If they are offering it to you right then, <laughs> 99 <laughs> times out of 100, take surfing. This narrative could not have been clearer that they are 
They're essentially going, hey, main character, do you want to go outside? And he's like, no, I want to go in the metaverse. <laughs> do you want to touch grass and get some exercise and learn a new skill in the most beautiful place in the United States, basically? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to do this thing that sometimes leads to you getting abs? Or do you want your Gundam to have abs? <laughs> Yeah, so he heads out to the shopping center. Um, he rides the e-scooter, which is fantastic. I love it. I love the, the dream of a scooterable city. And uh, he goes in the shop, and the store is owned by a guy named Mr. Jeff. And he's like, what's up, Rio? And he's like, is Miss Saria here? And he's like, yeah, she's in her usual spot in the back. And then we see her in the back sleeping on a couch with a Zaku mono eye eye cover. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I, I'm deeply considered being buying one of those. It's hilarious. I love They've it. They've got to exist. I'm, I can't imagine they don't yeah. exist right now. One of our one of our patrons, um, CY, showed us he has a Prospera eye mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If you uh, if you join the Patreon, even at the cheapest. $2 level, you can join the Discord. You can talk to us. We talk about Gunpla and anime. You can talk about whatever. Um, but it's a good good hang. Um, so she wakes up, and then she's like, sorry, I fell asleep re-watching Double Zeta Gundam from the beginning. Um, she's like, how did your ba battle with the mask lady go? And he's like, it went well, but I lost. And when she asked this, I'm like, She's definitely a mask lady. There's like, <laughs> there's no mistaking it. Pretty much. Um, she's like, let's see the video. Um, she critiques his gunpla and says the new shoulder joints he gave it were unable to handle the rocket launcher recoil. So she's going to help him tune it up. Um, I need to cough for a sec. Hang on. Cool. Uh, you didn't hear that, which is amazing. Um, but, uh, she's gonna help him tune it up, tune it up, and she gives him some parts, and she's like, "Be gentle with the parts and do your best." And she goes, "What's important is to have fun." And then they have a gunpla build montage. <laughs> yeah, two most important things: have fun, and I'm definitely not your mask tutor in the metaverse. Yeah, this this toy commercial part where it's like him building his Gundam. And there's also a little boy with his family who's so excited to build a Gundam and she's showing them and the little boy builds it and gives the thumbs up and the music they play, it's like sunset. I'm like, yeah, this that, is so emotional for an advertisement. That's what I'm saying is that I'm, I'm annoyed that it's so blatantly trying to sell me. But when you show me a child that yeah, happy, like I can't building montage. not yeah. melt yeah. a little Where bit. Where they also make the painting look oh, yeah. really deceptively easy. That's what I was thinking. Because it was one little brush stroke, and I was like, where's his air compressor? Why should I just be doing that? And, uh, and I remember you advised me against it, and I think that's correct. The proper painting procedure, even without an airbrush, is basically like sand the surface of the kit, spray it with primer, and then paint it. Painting directly onto a kit does not work most times. Like, you can get away with some stuff. Like, if you use a chrome marker or you tape stuff off and use a marker, you can kind of hack it sometimes depending on the base color. You cannot just paint directly onto a gunpla kit. It's like one of the one of the things that I'm like, if you guys want people to paint these, you should make it less challenging. <laughs> it's It's interesting that in this world, they have a fully fleshed out technological data-based 
alternate reality that you can just dive, literally dive right into. And yet, to fix, to change your Gundam, you have to do the plastic part first. Yeah. Why can't I just, why can't I just fix the shoulder and the data? Well, yeah, that would be crazy. Well, and the thing is, is like making it one. Yeah, you're you're right here because here's the deal. We love building gunpla, combining the gunpla hobby with the video game. Very cool idea. However, it overlooks the fact that you still have to make a good video game, and there are companies pouring all their resources into making amazing games, and they still come up short of good. So you could spend billions of dollars trying to make this metaverse, make the scanning technology, make the VR technology, and make the video game. And if the video game is mid, nobody's going to play it anyway. (laughs) I don't want to live in this metaverse. Yeah, it's like, if you want... And this is a Sephora. What the fuck? Literally, they have a game called uh, Gundam Breaker. And they used to have one on the phone, which is a lot of fun. I played for a little bit. And it's like you just run little missions and it's like pretty easy, like basic movement controls and shoot an attack and then like a special attack. But you collect parts from Gundams that you destroy and then you get to assemble your own Gundam and like okay. recolor and stuff. So it's it's what this is. Yeah. But like less steps. <laughs> yeah. And that could be a really great game if it was a little bit more complicated, a little bit more in depth. And it wasn't like a whole money pit thing, but whatever, whatever. We're moving along. Um, At nighttime, Mr. Jeff closes the store and they give each other shakas, which I really like. (laughs) There's the the little hand sign they do, that Hawaii thing. Um, Rio leaves. He's like, I wish I could introduce you to mask lady, Mysteria. And she's like, oh, another time. And I'm like, you're really going to believe that the the woman that is helping, that is an expert gunpla builder who is helping you with this cares so much about your online opponent. You think you think she is not this person? Whatever. Mm-hmm. So Rio goes home. He logs into the metaverse. He puts the Gundam on a thing and he uses his, fo- his phone to scan the gunpla into the metaverse, which is going to be a very cool technology one day. Today, no. 10 years from now when they keep working on it? Maybe. (laughs) Perhaps. This is the most cynical stance on something I should be enjoying (laughs) so much. Now, I would like to point out that if I was scanning my gunpla into the metaverse, um, the first thing my mentor would have to do is go, you built both the knees backwards. We got to fix that. You got to log off. You got to and and why is one of the hand the hand is inside the uh, the forearm? How did you do that? And I'm like <laughs> I was I was a little bit drunk. I just I I'm having a hard time, <laughs> and I'm using gunpla to cope. Uh. Imagine a video game where if you don't do the if you in order to play a character in the game, you have to own a hobby knife. <laughs> <laughs> where are your nippers? Where are your nippers, young man? Um, in the metaverse, uh, Rio, we see his avatar. He is has black hair now, and he is joined by Mas- Mask Lady in his gunpla room, and he shows her his new and improved Law Gundam. The Law Gundam design, it's fine. It looks like the classic Gramps RX seventy eight dash two recolored. New weapons. The weapon I don't understand is the staff with like a ball on the end with the three points. Yeah, it's like it's an like- ugly mace. It's like a weird trident. 
We don't. It looks like heavy arms with a trident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he shows her his new improved log on them. And she goes, is it finished? And he goes, I don't know. I might want to make some more changes. Even so, if I make a mistake, I can just start over. Trial and error is what's important. Great commercial talk. Great <laughs> commercial talk. <laughs> gun. Pla. They wrote this it will, one. It will improve you as a person. <laughs> they wrote this one straight to you. She was like, hey, the shoulder joints look a little weird. He's like, but from three feet away, you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> a Sharpie will fix that. Okay, we go to uh, Side G Colony. A girl named Mello spawns and introduces herself. She's the AI. She lists a bunch of events that are happening. Um, Rio and Mady, Rio and Mask Lady head to Main Street. She's like, I thought we'd go battle. And he's like, no, we're here to see something. And they're there to see the Gundam Amazing, Gundam Amazing Barbados Lupus built by Meijing Kawaguchi. It's a fucking sick red gun Barbados. Um, Meijin Kawaguchi in real life is one of the Bandai execs, and he's a professional model builder. Okay. And in the original Build Fighter series, he was a guy, he was like not a, an antagonist, but he's a char clone, but he's like a, he's a character, but he's okay. not a main antagonist, so. I like that the way sometimes Gundam will have a char clone and then they'll just take off their mask and they won't be it. And then someone else independently will just start wearing a mask. It's like, oh, he caught the char clone. Okay. <laughs> it is infectious. He, he, he was the char clone, but he got better. He developed the antibodies. And then that guy got it. And that's Char clone vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> you um, just grow a mask for about 48 hours and then you're okay. Then you're good. Um, So... Uh, the amazing Barbados Lupus stands next to a repaint of the uh, Command Kuant, um, which was a suit that came out in the last build series, and it's just a recolored version. But very cool still. While, uh, while Rio is admiring the Barbados, um, Fumina comes to greet Mask Lady. <clears throat> They have a very brief interaction. Uh, Fumina is from Build Fighters Try, and she is an egregious fan service character that the otakus went wild for. And is now she, she is a cat, cat lady. Oh, yeah. that, I, I wrote down, cat girl is a bit much. And I, I don't remember exactly what I was feeling at the moment, but I still stand by every one of those words on principle. Yeah. And if you're joining us for the first time, this podcast has a very conservative stance on fan service. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Fumina is like, hi, mask lady. And then she's like, hey, how are you? And she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> My personality is only ears, the cat ears. Yep. Uh, she leaves. Rio mentions he wants to do a team battle. And mask lady is like, I thought you want to do a solo battle. He's like, I want to do a team battle. And he, she's like, from this menu, you can access all the team battle. <laughs> I am an AI, an inherently good thing for the working class. So Kids. good. Um, uh, he finds one, and he teleports to a room with a boy named Riku and a girl named Sarah. And these are, he's like all nervous um, because these are the main characters, or not main characters, but characters from Build Divers, or Build, yeah, Build Divers. Um, 
<clears throat> what makes them divers? Are they? I don't know. It's just spelunking. The, okay. Let me let me do this. Okay. Build fighters is that I a, understand is in a universe where you put your gunpla model. They have like special tables, and you put your gunpla model on the table, and then like it projects a cockpit around you, and the models fight in real life. So if you beat okay. someone in the game, the game turns off, and their gunpla is just in pieces on the table. Okay, that makes perfect sense. That makes sense. To me. It is delightful. Build fighters is a ten out of ten. Highly recommend. It's. It's great. It's like a sports anime, but gunpla fights. Build divers, as I understand it, is an isekai type deal. Like they go into a video game. Oh, okay. So I'm less about that. Um, gotcha. But Rio's all starstruck. He's like, "These are the build divers." Uh, my notes say I didn't watch it. Um, but Mask Lady, <laughs> Mask Lady tells Rio that most people just copy the names and avatars of famous people um, for their avatars, and he's like, "Okay." I like that they did that because that real people would do that. <laughs> they would just identity thief people yeah, in the dude. metaverse and dude. just try to get away with it. You know, they're going to have to, <laughs> they're going to ban the name Quattro Vagina <laughs> so oh, quick. They're going to have to. <laughs> so you take quick. those sunglasses off. Put your mask back on. So uh, he meets them. They're like, we're going to do an intra team battle. Um, he pairs up with uh, Riku. Um, the battle begins. He launches in a law Gundam. And Riku pilots a modified double O Gundam, Gundam called the Gundam Double O Diver Arc, which looks fucking sick. I had a weird experience with watching this kit because it just, I don't know if it's just I am very and have always been very attracted to that color scheme of that particular shade of blue and that particular shade of green. But I kept thinking, why does this Gundam remind me of like me being in eighth grade? And I was like, did I do some kind of like gundam website like generator and build one that looked like it was it's burned my brain something like this that i was like i think i need this even though i don't particularly care about the show too much <laughs> I, so i, I don't know I if it's this. just yeah i think i need this <laughs> i think i i think i need to go into this metaverse um i don't so i don't know if i have a memory of like drawing a gundam like that or if it's just hitting me personally in my favorite colors so hard but it 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 really really like struck a chord with me that that suit and i i, I want that <laughs> i want that the, the commercial is working <laughs> the commercial is working god, god damn it got him uh you gotta watch double o dude <clears throat> double o is like better gundam wing it's a gundam wing with a cohesive oh. plot and upgraded okay. designs in a way okay very sick very cool except for the part um where one of the characters dies in the next season his twin brother joins the team Oh, good. <laughs> I'm not going to say how, but that happens in Cowboy Bebop, but it's a bit, and it's a minor, 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 minor character. <laughs> okay, that's great. I'm I'm loving the bit where they have the same three old washed-up men on every every mm-hmm. moon. They 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 matter in weird instances, <laughs> and then they go away, and they just keep arguing about like the old handyman jobs they used to have while they play mm-hmm. cards. It's it's pretty great. Let's do a let's do a Bebop episode when I'm done watching it. Hell yeah! We're Hell gonna cry. Yeah. The ending's so sad. <laughs> so, oh, um, do you finally get my mug now? <clears throat> yeah, I finally got your mug. Yeah, do I look like I have money? Yeah, it's Spike in the big puffer jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. Well, I'll save all my thoughts for the Bebop episode. Yes, that let's, we do, let's, but let's save. Wonderful show. Okay, the uh, yeah, you got to watch Double O. It's 
incredible Gundam. It was the first Gundam show I watched, so I didn't fully... The story got a little inco- incoherent for me at a certain point, but I really loved it. The fan service is a little intense sometimes, mm-hmm. but the designs are sick, the team dynamics are cool, and the world politics are interesting as well. Okay. Um, so, Riku pilots the Gundam 00 Diver arc. Uh, Ayame pilots a ninja-type SD Gundam, and there's also a Kapool piloted by Momo. Uh, the battle starts, um, and it's kind of funny because it's two really cute mobile suits versus two very serious-looking mobile suits. <laughs> yeah, they really made a choice and did the Chibi Gundam, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, in the like kind of build world and all these shows. The uh, SD Gundams, the super deformed, like the Chibi ones, are just as powerful as regular Gundams. They like <laughs> they leveled the playing field. Okay. Um. Uh, let's see. Rio gets hit right away, but he's having fun battling. Outside the um, battle, Mask Lady comments that this battle will be good for Rio. And Sarah, Sarah, stand next to her, is like, Mask Lady, it's good to see you again. <laughs> Indicating that they have some past or something. <laughs> um, I didn't. I'm even more sure you're not my friend from the real world that owns that hobby shop. <laughs> right. <laughs> with the Samoan guy. Yep. Uh yeah. I don't I don't know what if Mask Lady appears in any other series. I should know. But we're we're just going objectively through this. Um Majin Kawaguchi walks in. It's a reunion. He's got his cool mask on and his cool hair. Um I was really not expecting another Char clone to show up. I was like, this is so many Shars. Which is the Char? Yeah. There's, there's a room full of them. I think the uh, the problem is is that like everybody can wear a mask, not everybody can drive a plot, you know. Yeah, not everybody can attempt to destroy the world through a nuclear winter colony drop. <laughs> can you can wear the mask, but can you wear the mask? So they heavy continue- is the mustard suit. <laughs> heavy is the mustard suit. Um, <laughs> the battle continues. Momo hits Rio into an asteroid. Riku activates the Trans Am and he defeats the Kapool. Uh, the Trans Am is when he glows pink and goes like hyperdrive type deal. Um, Rio is kind of overwhelmed and floating through the asteroids helplessly, having an emo moment. The SD Ninja Gundam multiplies and fights against Riku. And then Rio gets his shit together and uh, destroys one of the SDs with his rocket launcher and they battle some more. Rio and Riku win. Uh, Majin Kawaguchi leaves the battle area. Uh, Rio says goodbye to his, the teammates, um, and then Rio and Mask Lady leave. And on their way out, Rio realizes that the team were the real build divers and not just people using their avatars. And as they're leaving, we get um, we see another Mask Lady watching them from afar. <laughs> the only thing I wasn't the last thing I was expecting. A third shark clone? Three of them. Three masks? Three masks. They're multiplying. Exponential masks. And then we get the outro, which is basically another animated Gunpla commercial. And then did you watch the post credits? I did, and it was weird, because it feels like it it should have been the end of the episode, not a post credit, and they just really jump right to she's glaring at them to, like, some plot has happened in the middle of the outro song, and then we just see the very end. So I, I think that was 
the one point of the episode where I'm like, okay, this is bad storytelling. It's like we watched the end of the next episode. Yes. But basically, we see the Rouge Gundam get pinned down by the other mask lady while Rio watches. And she's like, never set foot in this world again. And she flies away. And then Rio sees that mask lady is Missaria. And it's like, huh? <laughs> you didn't need this. You could just, just do the next episode. Don't put this here. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It, it's truly baffling there because it post credits scene has to tease. This is a plot beat. Like, yeah, if it felt like two minutes, they just put on the wrong side of the credits. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. It's and like, I do feel strange cinematically critiquing a toy commercial. So don't don't worry. I'm self-aware as I'm being crotchety about this. But it did feel like a weird beat. Yeah, this this podcast is like we need to touch some grass on this one. Mm. <laughs> At least we're not buying into it. Um, I mean, I might be getting the, getting that arc kit, so. Oh, but I'm dude, not I going ar- in the verse. I'm not going to the verse. I already pre-ordered the Gundam Plutone, which is the one in the intro that has like it's like all black and has like the whatever. You'll, we'll see it in an episode, either next episode or the episode after that. You'll see it. <laughs> oh, I hope they <laughs> all have. Three. I hope they all have post credits that shouldn't be there. That would be <laughs> that would be delightful. Yeah, so this is kind of a fun series. Um, I'm hoping that the next two episodes have some more dramatic battles. Um, I three episodes is like not a lot, so who knows what they're even going to do in that time? Maybe they're just going to have some quick fights and call it a day. I don't know. Um, very curious to see how this turns out. Yeah, that's it. That's kind of. Yeah, I mean, I already bitched about everything that I was going to oh, yeah. complain about. Animation is not the best. Yeah. <clears throat> the art style the, is kind of eh. I wonder what the budget was on this, because it's 24 minutes. So it feels like, all right, you guys are trying to do a thing. This is These weren't 10-minute clips, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I Three episodes is so short for anything, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? I don't think we're going to get much of a real story. I think we're going to get two more cool commercials. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of here for it. So yeah. uh, that's it, guys. Um, Patreon.com slash watch for Mercury. Get some extra episodes there. And watch for Mercury at gmail.com. Send in all of your Gundam build metaverse hate thoughts, <laughs> predictions, whatever you want. Tell us which kits you're going to get. It's all good. Um, and if you are enjoying this sh- this review, and you maybe you enjoyed our other Gundam reviews, we're also watching Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen. We all love anime here. Join us. Stick yeah. around for the other episodes. And if that doesn't interest you, we built this podcast on Witch for Mercury. So there's two seasons of uh, of us slowly realizing that uh, storyline wasn't going to pan out well. Yeah. What was driving me crazy watching this is being like, people are obsessed with Gundam. How hard is it to make an amazing Gundam show? Just please deliver, you know? Like, yeah. Zero Eighth MS team is such an outlier for quality in Gundam. Like, a lot of it's just kind of, it's good, but it's so so, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> 
We almost had it with Witch from Mercury. We almost had a slam dunk. We had a solid season that did not have a good second season. Yeah. Ain't, ain't that the truth? Anyway, yeah, guys, patreon.com slash watchfrommercury and watchfrommercury at gmail.com. Hit us up. And uh, see you next time. May your shield be a thousand. Law Gundams available now. Thank <laughs> you.